Hi, and welcome to Backup Central's Restore It All podcast. I'm your host, W. Curtis Preston, a.k.a. Mr. Backup, and I have with me my pedantry prognosticator, Prasanna Malianti. <laughs> so wait, what am I? Pe- pedantry. It, it, it's like uh, it's like pedantic. It's like so, pedantry, you know. Pedan- pedantry? Is gosh. it pedantry? Pedantry? I think it's... Yeah, it's pedantry. No, it's pedantry. Pedantry prognosticator, persona malianti. <laughs> How many more peas can he throw in there? What's going on, Curtis? You doing okay? Because <laughs> we're doing, we're doing, we're doing, we're doing some some pedantry today. Uh, we are being, being very pedantic. specific. Yes, very specific. Uh, pedantry is defined as the excessive concern with minor details and rules. Yeah. And we're arguing over two words that many people consider to be synonyms. And we're going, no, they're not. They are not the same. Last week, we talked about backup. This week, we're going to talk about archive. This is, of course, a continuation of our backup to basic series, which is um, referring to my book, Modern Data Protection, a little picture of there, mm-hmm. um, uh, which you can get for free at ebook version. By going to druva.com slash ebook. It is my latest O'Reilly book, although I'm thinking about writing a new one. Um, the uh, We'll see. We'll see if I actually pull it off. But uh, this last one took 10 years. So <laughs> well, 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 let's be honest, though, Curtis. It took you 10 years from the first time you thought about it to when it got published. But from when you actually started writing? Yeah. It was, what, what, like three months, maybe? Yeah, it was three months for yeah. you to write the yeah. book. It was all in the treadmill. Remember? Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. It was a. It was a uh, part of the a, pandemic. Uh, yeah, pandemic project. Um, the uh, was it Preston pandemic project. Speaking of <laughs> the bees, but it. Um, uh, I did it on the treadmill. I used uh, Dragon uh, Professional. I'm a big fan of that. I've used it for many many years, and um, and then immediately put it into Google Docs, and then let you look at it. Yep. You are Me, one of my and- many technical reviewers uh, yeah technical reviewers what were you gonna say yeah no yeah i was gonna say that there were quite a few people reviewing right your work yeah. but some some people did just like one chapter right um i had other people i did the other people that work for competitors and by the way i'll you know since i'm talking about that i'll mention that uh, i work for druva uh, persona works for zoom uh this is not a podcast of either company uh, the opinions that you hear are ours. And, um, uh, you know, but because I work for Druva, obviously a competitor in the space or a vendor in the space, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't, uh, I was trying really hard not to wait the book on Druva's behalf. So I had some people that work for uh, a couple of the vendors, uh, competitors that we've run into um, uh, do a technical review. But uh, also, uh, please rate us at uh, by go to your favorite uh, podcaster, scroll down to the stars, and give us all the stars and comments <laughs> and whatnot. And if you want to join the conversation, just reach out to me, W. Curtis Preston at Gmail or at WC Preston on Twitter, and we'll make it happen. Um, so we're going to talk about archive. Actually, um, before you before we get to that, I yeah. think. For people who may not want to come on the podcast because they're unsure or yeah. don't want to spend the time, I think it's also 
important that they could reach out to either of they us can. on Twitter and start a conversation, right? You don't have to come on the podcast. Absolutely. Right. Don't we want to engage with our listeners. If you have questions, if you want us to talk about a topic, right, that you're interested in, let us know. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you just want to write me an email and say, persona sucks, um, that is fine. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Why no not? one would ever do that. You're yeah. too nice. Everybody likes you. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> right. So last, the last week's episode, we talked about the definition of backup and that's really, really important. And one of the reasons why it was really, really important is because it's not an archive. Archive is something very closely related to backup and people talk a lot about it. And archive is actually something a little bit harder to define. Um, but, and, and also because again, uh, it's used, you know, as, as we mentioned, it's used a lot in popular culture, right? I yep. think about when I think about the, the pop culture understanding of the word archive, I think about the final scene in the original Raiders of the Lost Ark. Do, do you remember the final scene? Is this the one where they are in the they, cave? They killed all the Nazis. Remember, they killed all the Nazis. And then they, and so they got the, they got the Ark. Yeah. Right. They got the Ark of the Covenant. And then what? Do you remember the very final scene? I don't remember the very final scene. They're like, well, is somebody doing something with this Ark? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. We got it. We got our best people on it. And they show them hammering it shut into a wooden, um, oh, crate, crate. and yeah. then putting that crate into this gigantic warehouse with thousands of other crates that look just like it. Yep. Um, I also think about like cold case. I don't know if you've, if you've ever watched cold mm-hmm. case, right. Where they're just combing through the archives or combing through these oh, yeah. old cases and they're just boxes of stuff. But by the way, we're, we're going to come back to that cold case thing because I think it's actually the way they archive cases is actually pretty close to what I think of as one of the types of archives. Um, And people think, and people therefore think of any old data as an archive. And so they use the phrase, which, you know, makes my spine tingle. (laughs) They use the phrase, I'm going to archive a backup. Um, That, is not a phrase. Um, yeah. You know, it's you know not what? A thing. We what? should print stickers. And if you want a sticker, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> archive is not backup. Bag up. Yeah. yeah. Archive is not backup, and you can't archive a backup. Now, let me, let me see. see. Here, here, I like analogies. Um, grape juice, right? Is grape juice. Everybody knows what grape juice is. Like Welch's grape juice, right? I don't know if you're yep. outside of the States. That, that might not be. But it's basically, you know what grape fruit. juice is, right? Yep. Uh, you know what wine is? Wine is also grape juice. Yep. But it's made for a different purpose, and you, you and, and it's made with a different process. Yep. Both involves putting grape juice in a bottle <laughs> and leaving it there for long periods of time. But one is made slightly different than the other. <laughs> and as a result, you get a very different result. Yeah. One will get you drunk. One will not. Right. You can't take a bottle of Welch's grape juice, set it on a shelf for, you know, five years and expect to get drunk on it. Okay. 
Yep. Um, and the same result, you can't open a bottle of Chardonnay and give it to a five-year-old. <laughs> you could, but depending you on could. what country you're in. The results will be unpredictable. Uh, there's a funny, there's a funny um, TikToker that I, I look at. Her name's Miss Southard, Southard. And she's this um, lessons in teaching that they're never going to tell you. She had, it's very, she has all these cute little stories. And she had this, this, this dispute in like kindergarten or first grade or something. And they, they, they had a bet and and the winning bet, what was going to, the person that won the bet the, or the loser had to bring in the other person, one of his sparkling waters. Okay. So he brought in sparkling water. And then the next day the kid was acting a little goofy and at wanting to go pee a lot and everything. And then uh, she looked in the can and it was a, dr- it was a truly, you know, <laughs> his, his mom stored her truly's right next, next to, to the, which again, if you're not in the States, that is a carbonated alcoholic, alcoholic beverage. Yep. <laughs> and she, uh, uh, she's like, not my fault. <laughs> um, so yeah. So old backups don't magically turn into archives. Uh, they're just really old backups. So here is my definition of an archive, some of which will sound familiar if you listened to last week's episode. An archive is a copy of data stored in a separate location. So far, we're the same. Made to serve as a reference copy and stored with enough metadata to find the data in question without knowing where it came from. So that's very different sounding than we'll, we'll cover those phrases just like what we did. Um, the, um, so what differentiates an archive from a backup is why you made it and, and how you're going to store it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, and again, I, I, I was trying to come up with a definition that would fit many different types of archives. Yep. Um, so, so let's talk about the, let's talk about a couple of different types of archives. Um, one, the first type of archive I remember having anything to do with was actually uh, in my early Legato days. Remember Legato? Yep. <laughs> Legato. Yes, I do. Yep. By the way, you know, I always thought about. By the way, are, are, I don't know how much musical, um, you know, training you have, but what does Legato mean? In music. Oh. It's the opposite of staccato. Staccato is fast, right? Well, staccato is, d- 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 yeah. d- you know, like short, short bursts. Legato means like long and slow. Like I've never understood <laughs> why they you call it, it that. Why they <laughs> called it legato when that means like slow it down. I've never quite understood that. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> It's the opposite of staccato. They should have called it staccato networker. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, so so what they had and other backup products had, they had this concept of an archive. And what mm-hmm. they would do is you would identify a bunch of files that would go in this archive. They would put it in this archive, which meant they sort of stored them all together. Yep. Generally speaking, this puts it into something like or akin to like a tarball. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously networker didn't use tar, but, but it's akin to that. And then you had to give it some metadata to allow you to find it again in the future. So you because... would put a bunch of stuff together and you'd say, this is the Albatross 2023 project mm-hmm. so that when it's, you know, 10 years from now, 
you all you would need to remember is the name of the project or what, whatever it is that you you put it there. Tag it with. You'd yeah. have to go. Well, we need we need remember we need the albatross project of 2023. You would do a retrieve. By the way, that's what you do with archives: is you retrieve them. You don't restore them. We defined what a restore was last week, and when you do that retrieve, you get all of the stuff that was put in that box. It, it, this way, I liken it to the cold case thing. Yeah, I was just so, thinking about the cold case, right? You put everything, yeah. all evidence associated with the case in a box and you put it in the shelf, right? Yeah. And then when you want to retrieve it, you go, mm-hmm. you find the box, you pull the box out, you open the box mm-hmm. and it has everything that you needed. And the box is named by the name of the case, yep. right? Probably the name of the, the decedent, the by the way, not the deceased. Deceased, you learn so much grammar on this show. Deceased is a state. The decedent is a person. The decedent could be the is deceased. Well, but they they it's just in TV. They often say the deceased, and they re, they're referring okay. to but it's a not. person. And I'm like, deceased is an adjective. <laughs> decedent is a noun. Anyway, you know what? I bet what? you. So I watch a lot of NCIS. I think mm-hmm. they get it wrong on the show. Oh, they're wrong. They're right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if I've ever seen a show that gets that word correct. Yeah, because um, even the medical examiner, he always says the deceased. Yeah, it's not the deceased. It's the decedent. Um, also, what do you do to an animal? Uh, you kill it? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure if an out. Animal, is- if an animal is dead and you're trying to figure out why, what do you do? You perform a... Autopsy? Necropsy. Autopsy. You do, autopsy you do autopsies on people. You do necropsies on, which is really just Latin for dead, right? Mm. Um, but um, yeah, the decedent. Yeah, this is yeah. on my okay. list of pedantic <laughs> crap that Curtis knows. Um, by the way, also uh, when you say uh, I'm nauseous, that means that you're sickening to look at. It doesn't mean that you're. What you mean to say is you're nauseated. Mm. Are you? Are you really? <laughs> You're picking up, are you picking I'm not going to remember any of these things. You're just going to have to That's keep correcting right. me. That's all right. All right. So to serve as a reference, right? So we talked about the stuff in the box. Can you think about different types of archives? I was thinking. You talked of, about one already. Yeah. Well, and I think the one I was thinking about was very similar. So it's, you talked about, okay, you're done with the project. Another case may be, you're done with an application or with mm-hmm. an entire mm-hmm. infrastructure, yeah. right? You're moving from on-premises to the cloud, but you don't want to get rid of all that on-prem data, but you want to archive it, mm-hmm. right? And say, okay, all of this is related to the Oracle application or anything else and keep it in a box in case yeah, later you Oracle need to version, retrieve. Yeah, Oracle version X from 2022. Yeah. Um, yeah, et cetera. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was also I, thinking I, about like yeah. projects. It, this is very similar to projects. I I always yeah. think about like drug research, right? Because drug research, you keep that around forever, right? But not all right. the time is it actively being used. And so typically they end up taking all of their research, archiving it, right? Yeah. So it's still available. And then when they have yeah. something that comes up or some issues, they can always go retrieve it and either do investigations on it, do additional research on it, et cetera, based on that. Exactly. Um, and so that is, those are all different examples of one type of an archive. 
there's another there's there's two others that they're closely related but um i actually i think one is type of the other but the other phrase and you said it already in the podcast is what do you remember I don't remember what I say on these things. <laughs> I don't even remember what you I said, said 30 no, seconds said ago. Like five minutes ago. I, I did. What did I say? I, I, my memory email. is really bad. Oh, email archives. There we go. Email archive, right? So what's an email archive? Now, this one, this one really sort of bridges. Like it's not. But, but I'm going to accept the term email archive. Because generally speaking, archives for old stuff that isn't used anymore. Email archive is a little bit different. This is why this is why the, the serve is a reference copy. Yeah. Right. So email archive might have e- well, if it's a proper sort of normal email archive, it'll have emails that came in today. Yep. Right. It will also have emails that came in seven years ago, depending on what our retention is. Yep. Right. Um, and why are we storing those emails? But this is mainly for compliance, legal issues, such as you get an e-discovery case or you want to go back and figure out, was Curtis really stealing money from the company and who was he communicating with and all the rest, right? So those you are need all to make correct sure. answers, not the answer I was looking for. <laughs> Do you know what the answer what? I was looking for was? No. To serve as a reference. Mm. Right. We, it's the reason we, you know, we're still backing up that email server, right? Yeah. If you have an email server or if you had 365, you're still backing up 365. But, but you also might have an email archive of 365 or Gmail or, you know, inbox. And I right. think one of the cases, just going back to that for reference, right? It's with the case of a backup, if you're doing a once a day backup, during the day, someone might have gotten an email, deleted the email. When you back it up, it's not yes. in the backup. It's right? not Versus... in a backup, but it will be in a proper email archive. Yeah, Every email that comes in and every email that goes out will goes, goes in that email archive, right? So it's much better for compliance purposes. Um, so again, going with examples, so Google Workspace has Google Vault. It is an email archive for Google, for Gmail. Okay. Mm-hmm. Guess what? It's not a backup for Gmail. It's not a backup for Gmail. Yep. It's got all the same stuff, right? It's got every email. In fact, it's got more to, based on your thing just yeah. a minute ago. It's got more than a backup would have, assuming that, you know, somebody actually but, cleared out their um, inbox recycle bin. Yeah. But I guess the question is <sighs> walking through this, right? So you have your archive. You have the retrieve, Mm -hmm. right? Could I not use the retrieve, even though it has more than what may have ever existed at a point in time, been a plausible point in time? If that's what I'm looking for, could I not satisfy bringing data back? I know it's not a restore because it was never to a valid Mm -hmm. point in time that existed, but could I still use that to get back data. I was shortening your answer to, can I use an archive to do a restore? Yeah. 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 So (laughs) um, let me ask, let me ask you this question. Can I use your Tesla to haul fertilizer? Yes, but I wouldn't recommend it or I wouldn't want that to happen. Exactly. 
and it, and it would be highly inefficient, right? I could only put like you know a certain number of bags. Hopefully, yeah. we did it in bags. God forbid I oh, have God. raw. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, you know, I got a I got a front end loader with fertilizer, and we're yeah. going to use your Tesla. Um, <laughs> but you got like it's yeah. like no, you don't have a hatchback. No, nope. got a you have a yeah trunk. Um, so the answer is kind of. It can be, but giant, not intended. Yeah. Well, with a giant butt. <laughs> yeah. Reminds me of uh, Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. Everybody I know has a big butt. Anyway, it was the it was the the naughtiest line in that G-rated <laughs> movie. Um, the um, and I'm five years old, so I still remember that line from forty years ago. <laughs> anyway, um, he. Um, Sorry, I totally, I totally so went So you can else. use yeah. an so archive for a it restore. It will be really, really difficult to accomplish the same f- function, right? Yeah. So here's and and you 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 alluded to it earlier. The the number one problem is well, sort of two problems is it's not designed to do that, which means you can't you can't say to a pure archive. Give me all the emails that were in my inbox yesterday. Yep. You can't do that. You can say, give me all the emails that were sent to me in the last five years or in the last year. Yep. Now, if you've got emails in your inbox that are from six months ago and you say, give me all the emails from the last month, you're going to get all the emails from the last month, including all the ones that you've deleted. Yep. Right. Um, and if, if you do it, you know, for the last, and and if you've got emails that are in your inbox that you're keeping around, you know, a lot of people keep emails from forever, right? Not me. I'm an inbox zero. Oh, you're inbox zero? Yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm like inbox 4k, but whatever. (laughs) So, um, the, um, you, you can't, you, you, again, everything, it's a pure archive product. You cannot restore, you cannot do a point in time restore of your inbox. And also many archive systems can't put the folders back. Yeah. Right. Because again, it's not worried about that. It's not its purpose. Its purpose is to be able to find the one email where persona said naughty words. Yeah. I, I, I think we should highlight, I think we should drill a little bit deeper for folks point in time. Right. I think that sometimes mm-hmm. not understood. Do you want to sort of walk through? What- yeah, well, it's last week we talked about backup. A backup is to restore something to a single point in time. That's all we're saying. When you do a restore, remember I said you do it. it the, well, let me just re, rest, uh, what did I say? I've, I've got it here. Let's see here. It's right at the end of my here it is. A restore returns a single thing to a single point in time. That's it, right? Yes, you can do multiple restores, but each restore restores a single thing, a single database, a single file, a single file system, a single server to a single point in time. I want the server to the way it looked yesterday. Yep. You cannot do a point in time restore, as it's called, to using a pure archive system, okay? Again, I am well aware that there are products like Commvault that do both with a single copy. I'm fine with that, okay? Um, it's just a pure archive cannot do a point in time restore, Yep. right? It messes up all the folders. Um, 
it, more than likely what you will get is way too much stuff to be useful. Yeah. Okay. Um, it also doesn't understand the concept of red and not red, right? It, it, yeah. It's just going to put all the, care. all the email, yeah. right? It doesn't care, right? Um, so that's what I was talking about to serve. Oh, so there's a third type. A third type of archive is um, uh, an active archive, mm. which is really just, uh, and we've had guys from the active archive on the podcast where basically this is the idea that I'm going to keep actively used data in the primary file system. And I'm going to keep lesser used data out in this other secondary file system, maybe object storage, maybe tape, maybe object storage on tape, right? Maybe S3 or act your uh, glacier or whatever. Um, it's sort of this two tiered. It's like a tiered file system that people. Yeah. It's like a tiered file system. And the idea is that why would you do that? And cost is really the only um, reason for that. Um, by moving the, the lesser used data out of the primary file system, we reduce the size of the file system. We also reduce the pain it takes to back it up. Well, right? I think another benefit too with those types of active archive systems is sometimes people don't know what needs to be archived. Right. We all like to think, oh, no. it's just going to be based on files or what's most frequently used. But a lot of times people don't know. And that's been the challenge with storage systems, which is why primary storage is always like continuously grown. But now with yeah. these techniques, right, where to an end user, it's seamless. The fact that data is moving off to archive storage, lower cost storage, right, that's seamless to the end user, but helps the storage admin save significantly on costs. Exactly. Yeah. So when they go, when they go to retrieve, again, there's that word, when they go to retrieve a file that has been archived, it just automatically comes back and it, you know, yeah. it just creates, you know, you just get a little, little hourglass for, yeah. you know, a few seconds, depending on the size. Just make sure you train the people, educate your users so that they know that when they get that little hourglass, they don't just start rebooting. <laughs> yeah. Or if they do, I, they reboot and they're like, oh, I fixed it because now it's restored, right, retrieved. <laughs> We want to talk about the phrase and the definition stored with additional metadata. A backup typically doesn't have a lot of metadata associated with other than name, a file, date, and directory, right? Yeah. The stuff we um, talked about in the backup episode. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, typically, an archive is going to have more metadata. We talked about some of it already, like project name. If it's an email archive, it's going to have a ton of metadata. It's going to have the the you know all the metadata associated with the email, which is like the from and the to and the subject and all of those things. Um, and it may have the full text content of the actual uh, thing, whatever it is, the email or the document. Um, and why do you do that with an archive and you don't do it with a backup? And that's because of the way retrieves work, right? Um, we don't necessarily know what, when, or how the thing, we just know that, you know, there was an email. I remember seeing an email, right? Yeah. You know, I, I, uh, I, I worked in Twitter back in that crazy year of 2022. And I remember getting an email from the boss at that time that said that I had to work long hours and uh, stuff and, you know, or click here by five o'clock or I'm going to get fired with three months severance. I remember that email. I don't remember. I don't remember when it was sent or I don't know the name of the, it's now 2030, 
right? And I'm filing a lawsuit about what happened back in 2022. Uh, but I remember a couple of key phrases in that email. And so I'm going to search on the full body of that email. And I very much remember the name of the guy that sent that email. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just making stuff up here. Um, so you store a lot of metadata with an archive that you wouldn't typically store in a backup system. You don't typically go to a backup person and say, I want you to restore all the, all the documents that have the word blah, blah in them. Yeah. You don't do, that's not how backups typically work, right? Uh, yeah. Again, there are some backups that go both ways, but generally speaking, backups, you need the name of the server and the name of the directory and the name yeah. of the file. And I think that's a key with archives, just because of how long the data may be sitting in the system, right? Or it may exist that you need to be able to retrieve from. Those servers might have come and gone, right? That initially had that data. You may not even know what the name of that server was. Exactly. Right? And so being uh, yeah. able to find that based on other metadata becomes critical because you don't care, oh, it was stored on Apollo versus whatever other server name, right? You Ask, only care, yeah. hey, this is a project I care about or this is the information I care about. Ask yourself if you know the name of the exchange server from seven years ago. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, right? Yeah, so I, I have this from, you know, under what is a retrieve, right? As mentioned previously, a restore needs the name of a server, directory, database, file system, file name, table name, and actual date that you want to restore the system to. When doing a retrieve, you typically have none of that information, yeah. right? You, you, it's so much more vague. The other thing is, quite often, a retrieve is for a period of time, not a single point in time, yeah. right? It is like, give me all the emails from <laughs> elon.musk at twitter.com. Yep. For 2022. For 2022, uh, period, right? Give me all yeah. the emails from the tumultuous time period of October and November. Th this has got to be over. Like You can't keep... I don't think Just, it could be this tumultuous for that long. But that anyway, long. whatever the phrase is, give me all the emails that, that uh, Elon.Musk at Twitter.com sent, you know, from October 2022 until November of 2023 when he sold it for $15 billion. Yep. Right. Uh, because I'm an investor or something and I'm going to, you know, sue him. Right. Yeah. A retrieve looks like that. Right. That's a very specific, you know, give me a single person's emails, yep. all the emails they were sent for three years. Yep. Um, or in the case of I, discovery, right. You have sort it, of the, it, it is the everything. Yeah. Yeah. That is the number one reason that archives are used as e-discovery. And I'll give you a, a perfect example. I worked as a consultant on a project where we had a bank that got, it was a, it was a not a bank, but a, like a financial institution, like an invest, investment type place. And they got sued and they wanted the, 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 um, the plaintiff was requesting an e-discovery request of all the emails in the last three years. And they didn't have an archive system. So what they had to do was they had to, they had a weekly full backup of exchange. Mm -hmm. And so they had to do a restore of exchange to January 1st. Oh no. Right. Alternate server, alternate server exchange restore, which for the record, it's not the easiest thing to do. And you have to make sure that that exchange server doesn't come to life and start <laughs> sending yeah, yeah. mail. Right. 
uh, and start deleting mail because, you know, right, retention periods and all that. Uh, so you, you do an alternate server, alternate time restore of exchange. You do the search, you create a PST file, and then you do a restore for January 8th. And then you do all that all over again. Then you do a restore for January 15th and you do that all over again. Because they had every, for 52 weeks times three years. Oh my gosh. Right. So 100 and, what is that? It's 156 restores. This was a huge project. We had a team of like 15 expensive consultants doing restores around the clock for like three months. Right, because you also have limited resource. This was yeah, this yeah. is pre-cloud, so we couldn't do we couldn't do this time. Well, it was also limited tape, right? There was yeah. tape, so yeah, you, know, you know, there was only so many tape drives, so we oh, could only man. do as many restores as we had tape drives. And um, you know, and we're all goo- gooeying it. There you yeah, go. There's yeah. another verb, me verbing it now. Yeah. We're all the doing gooey. this in a, in a and using a gooey. By the way, that that phrase dates me. No one calls it a gooey anymore. Yeah. And long story short, I remember that that thing cost the client a couple of million bucks. Yeah. Oh, I could imagine that many retrieve. people. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. they could have probably bought an email archive solution. If they had had one, less. they could have done a single retrieve. Give me all emails with these phrases in it for the last three years. Go. <laughs> There's your Did PST they purchase file. an email archive solution after that? Yes, they did. Okay. Right. So people learn, um, which is good. Yeah, exactly. Um, so um, there, there's a, let's see if I, I was looking for it in the chapter here, but here, here's another way I liked, a, a, this is a phrase that I coined. Uh, no one uses it, but <laughs> this is a phrase that I coined. A backup is the secondary copy of primary data and an archive is the primary copy of secondary data. It's typically the only copy. Yeah. Right. Right. Don't mess with my sentence, man. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But so backup is the secondary copy of primary data, meaning it's the other copy of the really important actively used data. And then archive is the primary copy, often the only, of sec of data that has secondary value, yep. right? So another copy of the email, but in most case, so email archive is probably the most used type of archive. The mm-hmm. other type, the active archive wow. and the sort of old school archive. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I remember with 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 Networker that if you selected a bunch of files and then you said archive them, once the archive was successful and it made two copies, it would actually delete the primary copy. Yep. Yeah, because um, at that point, that's the purpose, right? Because you're archiving for some reason. Right. It's no longer needed on the primary. Right. Um, we um, we actually had, you know, th- there's actually chapter 10 in the book where we actually go in, into more detail in the different types of archives. That was the chapter that uh, Mr. Frith wrote, mm. who um, is a fan of the pod and, and a guest of the mm. pod. We might have him on when we get. Yeah, when we, when we talk about that. that chapter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, so I, I just again going back to the backup in the archive. Um, can I use a backup to do e-discovery? I, I I just gave you a story of the answer is yes. 
but it will be one of the most painful and expensive processes you've ever done. It wasn't built for right? that purpose. It wasn't built for that purpose. Uh, you know, a, 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 an, it's an like a spork, archive, right? It's like a spork, it's like, right? It's like a, spork. a spork, right? A fork is good for one thing. A spoon is good for different purposes. A spork, not really great for either purpose. It gets by, it's, but it's like the one of the most worthless things on the planet. I have to say, is a spork. Whoever invented, it, I hope you got millions of dollars. But I hate sporks. You know, the only time I see sporks, you know who does sports? Sporks, KFC. Mm. KFC puts sporks in their um, in their food. I don't know why I would know that for like mac and cheese and mashed potatoes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, the, the, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's just um, like if you've never tried to do an e-discovery, because the thing is with an e-discovery request, I don't know the server. I don't know the directory. I don't know the name of the file. I know that it's files owned by this person. Files or emails with this content in them, right? Company's been accused of, uh, an un what's it called the, a hostile work environment there there was a there was a person in in department x that um used a particular word he used it every other every other word and even though he was asked to not use that word he used that word all the time and he used it in emails and and his bosses knew it and they they wouldn't stop yep. and so you prove that with an email archive with an e-discovery request. You ask for all the emails from that person containing that word, mm-hmm. right? And then you look and, and then you look at that and you're like, look, look at all these emails where his, his boss was copied. His boss never once. Let's also search the boss's email yeah. to, you know, right? To to, yeah. You could basically, that's the purpose yeah. of what an e-discovery request is. And you but can't say- I in the world- you would do that with a backup system. Yeah. And you can't say, I'm not going to do this because we don't have the technical ability. <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that, that is, that is a, a surefire way to have what, so we talked about this with the interview of the, uh, uh, with Joseph Denner, the, the lawyer, uh, we talked about this concept of adverse inference. So it, it, it means that the judge in charge of a case will infer from your behavior something adverse to your case. The judge will say, they say they don't have it or that they can't get it. Um, Nobody could be that incompetent, et cetera. They're trying to hide something. So whatever the plaintiff says they were doing, just assume that they were doing it. Yeah. And, and, and move forward accordingly. Uh, the, the, the famous case, and I talked about it on that podcast, there was a famous case, a well-known, uh, financial trading firm and they were sued and they had used their backups as archives. Let this be a lesson to you kids. They had used their backups as their archives and they had changed email systems multiple times. They had changed oh, no. backup systems multiple times. They had changed tape system multiple times. And so the restore was like a much more complicated version of the one that I that I talked about a few minutes ago. And they also, you know, their their tape storage system wasn't the best either. 
And so they had taken an inordinately amount of an inordinate amount of time mm-hmm. to do the retrieve. And then they eventually there's a process that you certify that the retrieve is finished. They did that process. And then they came back and they said, crap, we found another box of tapes, right? The judge was like, you know what? You know, I'm done with you people. Nobody <laughs> can be this bad at IT and backups and archives and stuff. And so he's like, I'm issuing an adverse inference instruction to the jury, which basically said, you know, you, whatever, whatever the plaintiff said is on the tapes, it's on the tapes because I, we got, we got to move on. Yeah. And so they lost, it was like a $2 billion lawsuit. Oh my gosh. Um, because they, because they use their backups as archives. This is why I make such a big deal over the difference between backups and archives. It's not just because I am, you know, a pedantic, pedantic. individual, <laughs> which I am. You are. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, we've, I've given you some other examples like golf and, and nauseous and nauseated and, uh, what was it? Deceased and decedent. decedent. These are all really important words. Words mean things. Um, um <laughs> but it, it, you know, it's, it's sort of like the joke of like, let's eat grandma. Let's eat grandma. Oh, right. Yeah. Commas, you know, commas saves, commas save lives. Right. Um, <laughs> words matter. And it's important to understand the difference between backup and archive. And I'm fine if you produce a product that does both things. Just make sure you do both things. Just don't use that phrase, we're going to archive a backup. It hurts my ears, (laughs) right? Just like it hurts my ears when you say you're going golfing. But that one I... I, I gave you can't up. do anything I about. I gave that argument up. Yeah, I can't yeah. do anything about. It. I don't have a golfing podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, a golf podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Curtis. Golf podcast. You got any final thoughts, Mister P? Duh. No, just like you said, just be aware that they are different. Archive and backup. Know the right context, and I think the other question is also. I know we talked about this in organizations chapter, right? But understand what the requirements are to help you decide, do you need an archive system or a backup system or both? Well, if you live in America, I would argue strongly that you need both. Yeah. Right. Because we live in the most litigious society in the history. I don't know what it's like over there, you know, in other countries. I know Joe talked a little bit about the differences in e-discovery that yeah. we have sort of the strongest e-discovery laws. Um you know, you're going to get sued for something and the cost of a, the cost of doing a retrieve from a backup, uh, is, is just ridiculous. So, um, don't use your backup system as an archive and honestly, don't use your archive system as a backup, right? Like Google vault is an archive, not a backup. You're going to be very unhappy if you lose (laughs) your whole inbox because of a ransomware attack. And then you go to Google Vault and they can give you all the emails you had for the last five years. That is not what you're looking for. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully you learned a thing or two. And again, you know what? If you want to argue with me, reach out to me, wcurtispressin at Gmail or at wcpressin on Twitter. I'll tell you why you're wrong. Um, (laughs) Remember to subscribe so that you can restore it all.